So how many members of the National Assembly made up of? The Constitution provides that the number needs to be set in terms of national legislation. And the national legislation which sets the number is referred to as the Electoral Act. And the Electoral Act has set the number at 400. So there are 400 members of Parliament. And of those 400 members, I incidentally went to just have a look at what the percentage of women are. So of 400 members, there are 45% women. So almost almost half, quite the, uh, quite close to that mark of the parliamentarians, of the 400 parliamentarians are women. Okay, so what do we mean by national common voters role? So when everybody nags you, have you registered for the elections yet? Have you registered for the elections yet? Have you registered for the elections yet? What they in actual fact asking you is, is your name listed on the National Common Voters Roll? Because when you list your name on the National Common Voters Roll, when you register to vote, your name goes on that roll. And what happens is just before election day, the portion of the roll that applies to a particular voting station gets sent to that voting station. So if you voted in a particular voting station in Mitchell's Plain, the the part of the National Common Voters Roll that deals with that area in Mitchell's Plain will be sent to that particular polling booth in Mitchell's Plain, and your name will be sitting over there. So that is what we mean when we refer to a National Common Voters Roll. Okay, and what is the concept of universal adult suffrage means? It's an awesome sounding concept, and it is awesome because many people in this country fought and died and shed blood and trauma and tears in order for us to have universal adult suffrage. And essentially, all, of, all that that means is that every adult citizen in this country has the right to vote regardless of their gender, regardless of their race, everybody has the right to vote, okay? But if we have the right to vote, how often do we have the right to vote? And how often we have the right to vote is how often the National Assembly is elected, and we have President Cyril Ramaphosa has been elected in 2019, if I recall correctly. So we have to count five years from 2019. Don't take my word for it. You can go Google. And then we would reach the date at which we need to go to the polls again to choose who we want representing us in national and provincial government. So the National Assembly is elected every five years. Okay, so if they're elected every five years, they ordinarily would sit for that five years. But the President, Cyril Ramaphosa, can dissolve the National Assembly before the five years are over in instances where the National Assembly has passed a resolution that it wishes to dissolve and that resolution has been passed with a vote of a majority of its members. So if the majority of the National Assembly has voted for the Assembly to be dissolved, President Cyril Ramaphosa can dissolve the National Assembly, but also three years must have been passed since the time that the Assembly was elected. So if the Assembly was elected in 2019, that will be 2020, 2021, 2022, excuse my needing to count on my fingers. So if the National Assembly was elected in 2019, would it take until 2022 before, uh, before President Zuma would in fact have the power to dissolve the National Assembly. So yes, President Zuma, President Cyril Ramaphosa. So President Cyril Ramaphosa can dissolve the National Assembly, but two requirements have to be met. Number one, the National Assembly must have adopted a resolution 
that it wishes to dissolve itself and that resolution must be supported by a majority of its members and three years must have passed since the time that the National Assembly was originally elected. And once those requirements are met, President Cyril Ramaphosa, whoever is president at the time, can dissolve the National Assembly. Okay. So then an acting president can also dissolve the assembly if there's a vacancy in the office of the president. So if all of a sudden something happened and Cyril Ramaphosa can't represent us as president any longer or Cyril Ramaphosa passes away, heaven forbid, and there's a vacancy in the office of the acting president, sorry, in the, the office of the president, then the acting president, whoever's been appointed as acting president, can dissolve the National Assembly, so basically, in essence, dissolve Parliament. If there is a vacancy in the office of the President, and the Assembly has not elected a new President within 30 days, so all of a sudden, a vacancy becomes opens up because President Silva Ramaphosa is unable to do his job, he has stepped down as President, or he has passed on, heaven forbid, and there's now a vacancy in the office of the President, the acting president can dissolve the National Assembly, dissolve the legislature, provided that there is that vacancy and the National Assembly had 30 days within which to fill that vacancy and the National Assembly has failed to fulfill that vacancy. Right. So finally, we look at closed party lists. And what is it when we refer to closed party lists, proportional representation? Okay. So what it means is, how do our members of legislature actually get appointed? And the way they get appointed is that each political party, the DA, the EFF, the ANC, they will sit and they will compile a list of 400 people, right? And so-and-so will be number one on the list, and so-and-so will be number two on the list, and so-and-so will be number three on the list, right? So they've got a list of people that is up to 400 candidates, and those are their candidates that they wish to serve them as members of parliament in the legislature, right? in the National Assembly, so to speak, or more accurately to speak. So what happens is they then go and register themselves with the IEC for that particular elections to register themselves as a party so that their name can appear on the ballot box, right? So they register themselves as a party in the national elections. But when they register themselves as a party with the ICC, or IEC, they're also required to hand over the their names, their list, their party list, right? And the way in which it works is that if the ANC, let's say, they win 50% of the, of the votes nationwide, then of the 400 people in Parliament, 200 people will be ANC people. And those ANC people will be the first 200 people that the ANC has listed when they registered with the IC and they handed in the closed party list. And the reason why they refer to it as, as a closed party list is that it's not necessarily going to be within the public domain who those candidates are. But with the previous elections, uh, one, of the, one thing that was very controversial was the fact that Jacob Zuma was in fact nominated. Some people don't know this, but he actually sat on the ANC list for people that could potentially represent the ANC in Parliament. And this was after Jacob Zuma has stepped down as president and heaven forbid that could potentially have happened, that President Zuma could have been a member of Parliament. So how does this closed party list get decided on, right? So this closed party list will get decided on in terms of the way a particular 
party wants to decide the list, right? Sorry, so what I'm trying to say is that the EFF, the DA, the ANC, they can each decide how is it that we want to come up with the names of our particular candidates who need to sit on that list. Do we want to do it in terms of a democratic vote in which everybody gets to vote on who it is they want the names to be listed? Do we want Lisa representing us, us as number one? Do we want Karen representing us as person number two? Do we want Lily representing us as person number three? So the party in their particular party constitution, right, they each have to have a particular party constitution. And in their party constitution, it must stipulate how it is that they will go about establishing the names of the people that they will put on the list of 400 people, right? So what are we essentially saying? When we talk about a closed party list, we are saying that the particular political party registers itself with the IC, gives the IC a list of 400 people, right? Elections take place. Of the elections that takes place, we have a system of proportional representation, which means that the number of seats that the party wins in parliament, um, wins in the voters' election, in the in the election, the number of seats that the ANC wins, for instance, then we'll divide it proportionally so that that is the number of representatives that ultimately go over and represent the ANC in Parliament. And the way in which those names that is on that list gets decided is via the constitution of the particular political party. And the way in which the candidates get appointed is in terms of the way in which the candidates are listed. So the first person is the first person to get appointed, and the second person is the second person to get appointed. And the, if the ANC won 50% of the votes, person number 201 will not get to be able to go to Parliament to represent the ANC and the voters in Parliament.